Good morning, and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I'm your host, Sarah Arnold, and I spent my first night in my new place last night. It was very exciting. I am very disappointed at the amount of money that Target got out of my pocketbook just to set it up, you know, to basically be able to stay here while I wait for my things to arrive. But um, at the same time, there was a certain level of joy and exuberance at that that is really difficult to elaborate on because um, it's been such a long time. I'm now very eager to get back to work and wait rather impatiently for my household things because um, I guess what I would say is there's a certain magic to having your own place in the world and I'm not gonna lie there's <laughs> there's a huge part of me that is like what the fuck are you doing Sarah why are you here and not in terms of like my own space but like Indiana as a state like I'm just gonna be real and say I didn't I never expected in a thousand years that I would be here like not in a legitimate context um, I also never expected that not only would I be here I'd be making you know more money than I was where I was and I would have, you know, my cute little hidey hole, my uh, fortress of solitude, <laughs> and uh, that I would be reveling in that in Indiana, of all places. So it's definitely different, definitely unexpected. Um, if I were being brutally honest, though, um, I definitely miss the weather in the south and um i miss not needing to be cuddled up in a big ass blanket for warmth but whatever eventually i'll have like more clothes and my robe will come so i'm trying to refrain from going out and spending money on anything that i don't really need but i suppose that's really the nature of things um, some other interesting occurrences have happened that have given me some fodder for reflection, I guess is what I would say. So, after arriving a couple days, I decided to put myself out there on the market, so to speak, right? And talking to a handful of people over a few days, and pretty much it seemed like I was talking to two different gentlemen that um, were more fascinating than the most than yeah and you know could actually carry on some context of a conversation beyond the generic like hi how are you good morning bullshit um one of whom I actually went on a date with on Friday night that I thought went well um we seemed to get along quite nicely and then uh, he 
blocked me, I guess, or deleted me or whatever on social media by Saturday evening. So I don't know what that's about, but if I had to make my assumptions, I'm assuming there's some kind of a lesson here that I have to figure out. Um, I would speculate it's probably um, not dissimilar to something that I had brought up a few episodes back where it talks about um, patterns, like my, like a pattern that I have a tendency to do um, in new locations, new circumstances, and whatever. And so maybe there's some thing to that, but in terms of what I'm, what I'm supposed to get from it, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I'm like, whatever, like, <laughs> like, I know it sounds terrible. It seemed like a really nice guy. And like I said, we seem to hit it off really well, but at the same time, when it comes to somebody that you've invested approximately a week's worth of your time in, like that kind of a send off is like, okay, you know what I mean? Like that, that's on you. So meh, whatever. But, um, the other one, a little bit more interesting, right? And I say that because of um, what's behind it. So the other one is a gentleman who is married in in um, what is referred to as an eth eth an ethically non-monogamous uh, relationship. So um, he and his wife have been seeing people extramaritally for about the last six years, according to him, and. Uh, I guess what I would say that like it, it's something where um, I find the conversations that we have very engaging, but um, on the flip side of that, I feel like there there is potential for growth for me in terms of you know what I mean if this is something I choose to follow because um, it's something that challenges beliefs that I previously held and I think that like that kind of I don't know engagement arrangement like whatever the word is that's escaping me that kind of a circumstance definitely has the capacity to open my mind and be an avenue for growth, you know, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. And to be fair, um, my former roommate is actually in a not dissimilar circumstance where there are two different ladies that he's seeing. And like, I don't know, cause we didn't get into a lot of conversation, but, um, yeah, I would assume that they know of each other, um, you know, just based on, like, uh, how to put it, like, his background. Here we go. Like, trying to be both honest and discreet at the same time. So, you know, I mean, based on um, his background and, you know, the the lifestyle that he participates in, like, I would assume that they know of each other. and. That's something where um, I have not explored really in 
I haven't really explored that kind of a lifestyle or uh, whatever in any kind of way. And so, you know, obviously due to my history in terms of like my upbringing, you know, like this whole situation with my dad and then um, like some other relational experiences I've had that have been attached primarily to dishonesty. Like, I feel like that's a kind of circumstance that would, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know what I mean? Like, there, there's room for growth in that kind of a context. Um, there really is. And I don't think that's bad. Like, you know, it, it gives me something very thought-provoking to reflect on and to ponder in, you know, in terms of just, I don't want to say society, but for lack of better terms, like how we as people define our relationships and then at the same time, you know, you know, examining societal norms versus other and discovering what is and isn't okay or acceptable from my own standpoint for myself not you know not um discovering it because it's what i've been fed you know and i think that that's something that a lot of people could benefit from you know if they were like I don't know how to describe it better but really <clears throat> forced to look at their beliefs and wonder the why behind them you know what I mean like and examine them and you know ask themselves the questions like do I believe this because I believe this? Like, why? You know, it, it's always, it always fucking goes back to why. Like, do I believe this because I believe this? Or do I believe this because this is, this is all that I have been fed, you know? And, yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's very thought provoking. It's very, very thought provoking for me, at least. And then, like, the other part of that, too, that, um, to me, that kind of ties into, um, you know, a couple of phrases, right? The you are what you eat or, you know, in another format, like you are the sum of the company you keep. And so, like, something that I think a lot of people um, fail to consider in many avenues of life is that what they take in, in all facets, is impactful you know from you know your social media the television programming the people around you literally what you're eating like what you put into your body and i think that if we were capable of examining all of those things that and and really taking the space and I think that's probably where a lot of this might stem from for, pe for people is um, I don't know if I would say an inability but um, maybe not allowing themselves the time and space to you know 
do any kind of deep dive on those kinds of questions and I think that's why I that I think that's why I'm drawn to you know some of the content creators that I'm drawn to um, because um, so like there's this guy I follow on um, TikTok like a while back I found his Instagram account too but um, Django degree D J A N G O uh, and then you know degree um, as in like college degree or you know temperature whatever and the thing that I value the most about his content is it seems like everything that that dude puts out is just it's thought-provoking questions and that's all it is you know what I mean and to me it's refreshing like to it's refreshing to have a barrage of things that stimulate my brain in my news feeds and I think for that matter that's one of the reasons why um, when I tend to take social media hiatuses you know like which that's I've done that for like probably a handful of reasons since that process started and I'll tell you a little bit about it right so the idea first popped into my head because one of my um, former employees at my old job in Illinois um, at a time it was pretty much like early 2021 if I remember correctly I remember him saying something about um, taking a break from Facebook um, and I don't remember the time frame but um, he just it came up casually in conversation and that little snippet from that casual conversation like sat in the back of my brain for a good long time and um, the like the first time I decided to like you know get off of social media I was overstimulated like my my mind was overstimulated uh, my nervous system was extremely dysregulated and I was on the verge of a nervous breakdown pretty much and one of the things that I noticed that um, had this tendency to increase all of those negative um, emotions was you know not just social media itself but more so like the notifications and then you know there's like how do I describe this if you want to hear somebody or if you want to be seen by somebody feeling unseen um, so like receiving those notifications and at the same time not from the source that you desire and like it's a it's a really complex dichotomy of mind fuckery for lack of a better way of putting it um, and so like the way that I chose to deal with that form of overstimulation initially was to turn it off you know like pretty much cut cut the tumor off I, I can't fucking deal with this and so you know that's when I started taking time off and what's interesting to me looking back on this behavior now um, 
like I do find that I have a propensity for doom scrolling even though I'm not in like a bad headspace and um, like I don't have the same um, sensations attached to it but now I'm at a point where like I see how much time I'm wasting and that's the thing where I'm like Ugh. you know like that's the thing that really uh really gets me is seeing how much time I'm wasting like just doing this so when I have it when I tend to uh, shut out social media right the only format that I keep is TikTok because 95% of the things that I'm taking in there are all um, very positive, growth-oriented, and thought-provoking. And so even though it's these little, you know, blurbs, it's, um, it's a different kind of engaging to my brain and my emotional state than you know, any other forms of social media. And that's kind of why I choose to operate the way that I do. And when it's time to, you know, take a break or whatever. Like, even now I'm kind of struggling with it. Because, like, you know, I've deleted my um, Instagram and Facebook off my phone. Because I just feel like I'm wasting so much fucking time there. And... It's funny because the flip side of that is really right now I have nothing but time to waste. So there's a certain irony to that. But um, <clears throat> like I still am noticing certain things that I have a tendency to do that I don't want to continue to do. You know, like the perpetual wasting of time, number one. And then number two... Like, being consciously aware of having a tendency to, um, I guess I would say, like, find my uh, comfort zone or whatever. Like, you know, like, basically, like, it sounds terrible, whatever, I'm just going to fucking verbalize it. Like, using people as a safety blanket, you know what I mean, when I'm in new circumstances. And I think what I really want to do right now in my current circumstance is not that. And so um, I think I was on there for maybe like I was on Facebook dating for probably I'm going to guess five to seven days. I, I wasn't like paying, you know, that close attention to the calendar. But um Obviously, at some point, while I was, you know, falling down this rabbit hole, this um, tendency came to my mind because I'm pretty sure I discussed it in a recent previous episode. And so the thing I need to do now is to find the balance between challenging myself not to do that, but also challenging myself not to completely self-isolate. And uh, yeah, there's, you know what I mean? There, there's a certain irony to that, like... Because it's like it's a complex dichotomy when you have two completely opposing unhealthy coping mechanisms and you're like but what do I need to do here you know like what is the path to growth 
seriously. <laughs> um, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. But either way, like, I think I got to find a way to figure that shit the fuck out, you know, for myself, by myself. But maybe by utilizing, you know, my existing support system. I don't know. So, we'll see. We will see. But, in the meantime, now we're just playing a waiting game. And, yeah, thinking all the things um, that provoke thought. You know? Eagerly awaiting, finding out what what this new chapter is really going to look like, what it's going to involve, and what it entails. And so, that's kind of where we're at. This is kind of like, like a wait-and-see approach. So, but either way, it's not bad. It's just something new, something different. So, on that note, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And as always, be well.